getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rocker Mike and Rob Presents show. I'm Rocker Mike, this is Rob Rossi, and today we have special guests, the doo-wop group, the Fireflies. How you doing? How you doing, guys? How you doing? All right. Uh, we have Marco, we have Vic, we have Nick, and we have Tony of the famous Fireflies. Fireflies have a long history. Uh, they go back to 1957. Uh, their first major hit was in 1959, the song You Were Mine. I think you're most well known for that, right? Yep. And uh, Marco, you know, you've been in the band the longest, so tell us a little bit about how the band got started and what went into You Were Mine. Well, it started as an instrumental group, and their first record that they made was called The Crawl on Roulette Records, which Nothing but like that. So at the time, we had Paul Giacalone. Uh, you had, um, oh God. Uh, Richie Adams. Richie Adams, yeah, right. okay. Lee Reynolds. And John uh, Vasselli. John Vasselli, those were the originals. Okay. Uh, they had a follow-up to You Were Mine called I Can't Say Goodbye, which was out in 1960. Right. It made the top 100. Uh, but unfortunately, at that time, uh, they, they broke up at that time. Yeah. So it didn't go anywhere. Uh, about 23 years ago, I met Paul Giacalone, and uh, he was putting the group back together. And it just this was after some time, though, right? The band had any Yeah, yeah. Well, this was back in 1999, actually, it started. Wow. And uh, he used to go to my, my uh, stepson's car, repair car place, and he noticed that um, he had a guitar hung up on a wall. He says, oh, you play guitar? He says, yeah. And he explained who he was, he got a hit record. He says, I'm looking for a keyboard player that knows all the audiences. So my stepson says, say no more. My stepfather, he plays keyboards and all that. So they called me up. And my wife got on the phone, Linda. So Joseph says, Ma, he says, yeah, did you ever hear of a group called the Fireflies? He says, yeah, what about them? He says, do you know what song they had out? Yeah, he says, it was You Were Mine. He says, how'd that go? So she, she starts singing and not knowing he put her on loudspeaker <laughs> with Paul and her son hearing this, you know? Right. So then, that's when I got on the phone, he told me he wanted to, uh, me to play keyboards and add strings. He sent me the records, I made a tape with my keyboards, and I sang on it. And uh, I sent it to him, right. and he got back to me a couple of days later, he said, I didn't know you sang. I said, yeah, I thought I told you. Yeah, I said, okay, very good. So we had our first rehearsal, very beginning of 2000. And uh, I sang, he says, I would like to be lead singer. He said, you sound uh, very close to the uh, original. Yeah. I said, would you like that? I said, would I like it? I would love it. Now, you know? Richie was the original singer was of that song? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, he said, all right, I want you to be lead singer, but I keep what's are out. He said, I want you out in front. And that's how it started with me. Mm -hmm. About a year or so later, we got Vic. And you could tell him how you got started with us. Well, the bass player, John uh, Nero, was it? Nero, yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, 
asked me if I wanted to audition. I said, sure, why not? So I went down to the, in Brooklyn, I think it was, right, in the studio, and uh, I started singing some backgrounds, and, uh, and they said he liked it. So uh, that's how I became the first tenor. Okay. Back then. Cool. Yeah. How about you? Well, before I started singing with them, I was I had uh, got a, received a phone call and uh, they needed a drummer for a gig and the drummer had gotten sick and uh, so I packed my drums and went and played a show or two or three with them and then after that uh, I met everybody and Paul and I became uh, really good friends and we would talk a lot in the green room. He would tell me the stories about how we got started. He was like a grandfather to me. It was great. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, Sadly, Paul has passed, right? Yeah, yeah. Paul passed, uh, and uh, then I was asked to join. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was it. I thought I was coming in to do drums, and all of a sudden they're putting me up on a microphone in front, uh, which <laughs> I've never done before, in front of thousands of people. <laughs> right. And uh, it took a little bit of work, and I got it. And uh, I was in a group uh, before with uh, Vic also, mm -hmm. um, and uh, an oldies group for a long time, right. and so we worked on it, and then I had to switch to baritone, Vic is up, up uh, first tenor, so right. the only I do first tenor, <laughs> so we were back and forth, well, so it worked out very well. And that's, that's nine years ago, right? Nine years ago? Uh, Eleven years now. Wow. You were this long years? Yeah, yeah. Paul is, Paul is wow. gone maybe eleven years now. June next month. I just yeah. want to bring something up now. Um, is it is it true that the original Fireflies, they all played instruments themselves, yes. right? Yes. And they were really the first or one of the first vocal groups that did that. Because mm -hmm. right. mostly people just sang and you had yeah, session yeah. musicians. Or Before the Beatles. Before the yeah. Beatles, yeah. yeah. And so Paul happened to be the drummer. Yeah, and right, so Paul was the drummer. And me and him, and he's, mm -hmm. uh, his wife said, oh, Paul loves the way you play the drums, loves it. That's, yeah. You know, yeah. so anyway, uh, that's how it worked out for me. And uh, right. it's the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Yeah, right, right, right. In these places yeah. and me. Now I get to meet all the, all the groups and the people that me and Vic have played their songs for yeah. 10, 20 years mm -hmm. in our other group. So now we're playing the Tolkien's, the Dupree's, yes. and we're so finally, you know, we have dinner with them before we do the show. So we're sitting down eating dinner with these people. Famous. It's, it's great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Tony on the end. Tony, you, I know you're you're a newbie in the group. Yes, I am. I'm Tell us the story. He's a new kid on the block. A little over, a little over two years, and uh, basically started. I was singing uh, karaoke uh, for a few years. At a place out here, and uh, Nick used to go there all the time, and was always along the by. And uh, when COVID hit, things sort of settled down, and we were a smaller group at there, at the restaurant. And one day, Nick asked me, uh, "So you got a minute? I want to speak to you in the parking lot." So, oh, oh. I really was going to. I was going to beat him up. I was going to have him there. He had no money on him. <laughs> so we, uh, he opened up the trunk and gave me a gave me a CD of their group of the Fireflies, and he asked me if I ever sang uh, background, which. I did when I was a teenager. So I, I kind of thought that the group was going to be doing a gig and they were stuck for another voice. So I asked him, you know, he said, could you learn the background on this particular album? I said, yeah, I'll try. So I did and uh, I had another album of theirs and I learned the background for that. So when I said I was ready, he says, come to my house, here's my address. He said, I'm gonna, I'll be there with uh, Vic. So both of them went down to Nikki's house in the studio and they, uh, they listened to me, we had the tracks going with, the, with Marco on, so it was like actually the whole the whole group there. He didn't meet Marco with this. I haven't met Marco, oh, no, I so we've had a track. Just my voice. So we so, had to tune uh, him up for that. Fast forward about seven months of, of them training me, they said, listen, nothing's guaranteed, you know, we're looking for a second tenor, you do sound good, 
but you know, Marco wants to meet you. So uh, just a little over two years ago on Good Friday, the three of us shot down to Marco's house on Long Island. Marco opened the door and I said, wow, there really is a Marco. Because <laughs> I was only listening to his tracks for you know, almost eight months. So we went down to Marco's studio in the basement and uh, we went over a few songs that I, was, I had uh, learned. And uh, he sort of like packed up everything and said, you know what, I don't really need to hear anymore. So I said, I don't know. Cool. So I think the I, I think the icebreaker was when we went upstairs. He asked me, "Do you like pizza?" <laughs> so I love pizza. He said, "Sit down." He ordered about five five pies. There's only three of us. Well, what if he said no, Marco? He was oh, item. He was out. That would be a deal breaker. And, uh, and he, he said, uh, "You know, I could see that uh, you've been practicing." And I said, you know, not only me, but with the patience and the uh, experience of, of Nick and Vic training me, that's where I am at today. Uh, Marco asked me, he said, would you like to be a firefly? And um, I, got, I think I wet myself first, and I said, yeah. I, I said, absolutely, it's an honor. I go, what inside? The other guys have a gun on them. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's like, uh, like Nicky said, it's a dream come true. I never in a million years would have thought I would be singing professionally. And uh, like karaoke, karaoke was basically it. You know, I, I enjoyed doing it. I, I still uh, enjoy doing it, and it's it's a it's a privilege and a pleasure to uh, sing with these gentlemen and uh, meeting the people that we do. It's it's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Now, now, Marco, um, your history you had you had a, a musical past going back to the time of the oh, yeah. Five yes. Flies around in, right? Yeah, I was in another group. Uh, my, it was a duo called Reunion. Mm -hmm. Now I had that for quite a few years, and then uh, I retired from it. And uh, a few years later, this came along. And, uh, well, that's it. Tell me about you, the song you wrote. You had a couple 40 oh, yeah. times out. You, had, you had a single out, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I had a single out when I was a teenager called I'm So Lonely. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't go too far, but, uh, you know, Nick was able to buy it. Buy yeah, this is a nice song. I did. I looked, uh, you found I looked it? for the, the yeah. 45, yeah. and I, got, I bought like two or three of them. And I what label was I got. Mohawk Records. Mohawk, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the same label that the Dimensions were on. Dimensions, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And they had the address on the bottom, so that's why I called them and I went, went to the audition. So that's how that now, How old were you when you put that? 17. Oh, wow. wow. You gotta hear so it. So you should hear my voice. Like I sound like a little kid of a thing. I am so lonely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I had a autograph it. I put it in a frame and it's great. on my wall at home. That's great. That's great. Wow. Now I've seen you guys a few times over the last few years. And, uh, you know, at all these shows and stuff like that. And uh, first of all, I mean, you guys are fantastic, and what, what, I, what, I, what I like is I see a lot of young people that were nowhere near your age, I mean, totally, you know, that could maybe be your grandchildren, right. loving the music, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, and it, just all these shows in general, I, I do see that, but with you guys, there's always a good reaction, mm -hmm. and I have to bring up, I noticed that you've added a song to your set, Moni Moni. Ah. All right, and you do that very well. Oh, Marco wears and he goes out to the audience. Yeah, you go down into the audience and you get everybody revved up. Marco said to me, uh, I want you to do Moni Moni. I says, I really don't like that song. So he goes, all right, <laughs> let's try it. So we did it. And, and uh, took off. one day I said to him, I said, you know what? I'm going to go out in the audience and uh, see how the reaction yeah. is. So I did. It's kind of crazy coming <laughs> off stage. But while Marco's talking and telling his jokes, I leave. Yeah. So nobody knows. Nobody I sees you. Yeah. And I noticed that. But yeah, it, it, it does uh, 
Oh, we right. also started doing another song, uh, was Tossing and Turning, written by Richie Adams. Right, Ooh. done originally by Bobby Lewis. Yeah, yes. Tossing and Richie wrote it. He wrote that song. And he was a firefly, so. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. we, we brought that to our set. He also wrote a song for uh, Engelbert Humperdinck, oh, after, after, after the Love It. After oh, yeah. Love It, yeah. wow. And this moment in time also. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, this wow. moment in time, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous song. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous song. After yeah. the lunch. I remember great. when I was a kid, that was a huge hit. Richie was great. Yeah. Oh, we took another song from, uh, well, not took, we were asked to do a song that Richie Rosado wrote. Mm -hmm. He used to be the lead singer of the Dupree's mm -hmm. years ago. And uh, so we con Vic contacted Richie. Right. And Richie said, do whatever you want with it. He goes, I'd love to hear it. So we do that now on stage at the. Uh, at Rob's concerts, uh, Do Up in My Soul. Do Up in My Soul. Yeah, Do Up in My Soul. Another beautiful song. Yeah, and the people, uh, what a good reaction Rob to that. Rob loves that song. Yeah. yeah. And people ask us, you have that on CD? So you got to look up Richie Rosado because he's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, one he co wrote it with somebody and we, were, we did it on a show, I think Count Basie. And the guy come over to the table and he says, I love that song, uh, Do Up in My Soul. He says, uh, you guys did a great job on that. He says, oh, you like that? He goes, yeah, I co-wrote it with Richie Rosado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. So we, we do pretty good. And the, the concerts are great. The, the people are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They love it, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. And the other fun. groups, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen you playing in, uh, you know, several thousand, in front of several thousand people. Yeah, we did, uh, PNC, you played, you played Count Basie. Eisenhower Park, 12,000 people was there. Yeah, it was 12,000 there that day. I didn't believe it really, but Kid Kyle's one who said to me. Eisenhower packs it out. I've been to shows there. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's very popular. And everybody, they're so phenomenal. They're great, great people, you know. They love, they get into the music, so. And we did California, Cerritos. Yes, Cerritos, Cerritos, California. We've been in Ohio with Dion. We did yeah. shows with him. Florida. He's an amazing artist. Oh, oh yeah. he's nicest a, guy, too. He's I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, great guy. I did the PBS special back yeah. in 2002. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you were there. Red, White, and Rocket. T.J. Yeah. Lubinsky. I probably saw that. Yeah. yeah. Channel 13. Yeah, Channel 13 has them. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff on there. Yeah. As you can tell, if you see it, you know I'm a little younger because I have all dark hair, <laughs> dark mustache. Yeah, Paul was on there. Can't, can't stop right. that, man. Can't stop it. You can't stop it. What are you going to no, do? Yeah, you yeah. know what the yeah. thing is about do well? So many people don't do it. So what you do here is like a weird art form. It's like you're hearing this and people don't get it. And yeah. then and it takes a while for people to get into it. But once you listen, then like you can really catch it. Be like, wow, yeah. this is great. Why, why uh, don't more people do it? It depends on your harmonies too. We have a good yeah. harmony. Yeah. 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 For that. You got fantastic harmonies. We work on them. You know the harmonies. Uh, yeah. All the time. Uh, and we always get compliments after the show. These guys are great. You know the harmonies yeah. unbelievable. So. I mean, I think the younger people that do see you yeah. And, yeah. And, and other doo-wop bands of that style. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that people are, are, are dying to hear real music in yeah, the sense of people yeah, playing instruments, yeah, people yeah. singing, Yeah. okay? And because the way music is today, everything is mm -hmm. produced and, and orchestrated and, yes. you know, and yeah. whatever. You know, no one's really singing auto-tune mm -hmm. and all that. Oh, yeah, so, you got, got that heavy metal and rap. Well, I mean, there's there's a place for that stuff, but it's just yeah. that it, it it it's total different kind of talent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Different 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 uh, you know uh, audience. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally different audience. And it's more innocent with their songs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you think? Uh, I guess I'll ask you, Marco. What do you, what do you think uh, is the reason that doo-wop and vocal bands like that have 
Why do you think people like it all these years? I mean, we're talking getting close to 70 years with well, some of this music. Well, you're talking about the people of that era. Yeah. That it brings back memories and makes them feel like a kid again, like, you know, and they just, just love to hear the music, you know. They, they hear that they're on the records or on radio, but they, when they see it live, so wow. Yeah. Oh, that's how they really are. And plus, you know what, if I may add, uh, after we get off stage, just like a, a bunch of the other uh, groups do, we go out and we mingle with the people in the hallway mm -hmm. or in the front of the theater, and they really do like coming up and taking a picture with you, whether it's individual or the four of us, and yeah. we, we go, you know, we, they go crazy over that, and it's 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 just a good well, time. special to us. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's what keeps it going, too. The, the best bands are always the ones that remember their fans mm -hmm. and, and, and exactly. treat their fans yeah. right yeah okay yeah. you know and that could be across all different genres mm -hmm. of music yeah but um you guys do do that i, I have yeah, seen that all the time okay. all yeah. the time yeah all the time yeah. and we stay extra <laughs> we do the intermissions we're there at the table we uh we're out in the front of the table, people come up, can we take pictures with you guys? We take pictures. Sign the CDs. No charge for the picture if they're taking it with their phone or whatever. So you don't get that with a lot of the uh, the higher end groups, you know. Yeah. You can't walk up to Journey and say, can I take no. a picture with you? you no, can't they're, walk up they're to gone at the end No, of the show. Yeah, they're gone or, or somebody's going to charge you $100. And well, the tickets are yeah, that's, that's a new thing that you see with a lot of bands is you pay this extra VIP yeah. ticket, yeah. shell out $500 and yeah. you get to take a picture. So that's okay. That's okay for the kids who are living with yeah. their parents, but you know the, the older generation, yeah. they're on uh, fixed incomes, they're on uh, pensions and social mm -hmm. security, and for them to come to see a show for fifty, sixty dollars and get the full treatment, you know, like they're special, they love it. You right. know, they're seeing the show, they're yeah. meeting who's who's up on stage after we get off, and and it's great. You know, well, for it's me, great. I, for me, it's like an honor. Honor. Yes, yeah, sure. They want to have pictures with us. Oh, yeah. 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 So, really. Yeah. So. Now, what what is it? What goes into into you guys as far as practicing and keeping your your voices good? How, how much do you practice, Tony? I know you've talked about this. Well, I uh, I'm, I guess the exception. I like to sing almost every day at home, and I have the time. That's why. And I try to sing with the CDs, and I, I sing other songs. I just try to keep the vocals uh, in shape. I know. Uh, Mick and Vic, uh, when they have the time, they're, they're singing also, whether it's on the radio or in the car, and then we try to get together at least uh, two or three times a month uh, and, uh, and sing as a group, because uh, it, it means a lot, you know. Once you're off, you're off. You know you're off. And uh, there's not many days that we're off. Now, if you have a gig on a Saturday night somewhere, do you practice that day, or you no, keep, keep your voices fresh? A couple of days before, yeah, before, yeah, before, 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 before that was so quick. Yeah. Marco lives in Long Island, so we... we it's just the three of them get together. I know my stuff. Yeah, yeah. We have they're forgetful. And we have a CD <laughs> with, Marco's, with Marco's voice on it. Yeah. So we put the CD on, and it's like there's no background. So we just do the background to that. Let me answer a question. How do you guys kept, like, in... During the pandemic, how do you guys rehearse? Do you guys rehearse? Do you guys call each other? Do you do a video conference? How were you guys getting together to like well, practice or sing songs? We really didn't do much during the pandemic, but we did a virtual one day. Yeah, okay. uh, a, couple of virtual that, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we, we made a video and we submitted and they, uh, it was long. And they, we, we went together with like, um, Kathy Young was on that, uh, Jimmy Clanton, um, 
the, the peppermint twist, uh, Joey D. Joey D. Uh, and Starlight. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, and and and, uh, and he aired it. That was like really the one show we did, uh, you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. The last show we did was before the pandemic. Was about two weeks before everything closed down, which was which was at. Uh, Hell Basie. Basie, yeah. yeah. In New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. After that, it got canceled. Yeah. yeah. As you know, I mean... Uh, the whole industry was down. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad time. It's 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 slowly coming back. Yeah, yeah it's back. Uh, some venues, unfortunately, didn't make it. Yeah. Here no more, but, you know, hopefully yeah. that, that changes, too. Yeah. You know, I think people are really hungry for, like, a live entertainment. They were so yeah. cooked up in the sure, house yeah, so long, sure, and now yeah. people yeah. just want to go yeah. out, be around people, and yeah. Yeah. want to listen to music and just be around. They just want to be around people. Cause sure. It was a rough time in those couple. Of, you can see the people days. when they come out of the yeah. theater, how excited they are. Yeah. Wow, that was great. You know. Yeah. They make a day of it too. We just yeah. did Count Basie. You couldn't get a, uh, you couldn't get a reservation in any any of the restaurants around the area wow. because they were so packed. Right. It's unreal. It's uh, they, they want to go out, have dinner, go yeah. see the show. There's a lot of energy yeah. in, the, in, the, in these audiences now. Yeah. A lot of energy. They're eager to come in and, and see you and and chat. Just have a good time, and like, like yeah. I said, bring back the memories of when they were a little younger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the younger guys and girls that are there uh, will have a memory 20 years from now of what they've seen that night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. true. Now, going back to uh, the original Fireflies for a second, um, obviously by 1963, 1964, music was changing. The Beatles, yeah. Stones, stuff like that. And a lot of the vocal groups, the girl groups, for instance, mm -hmm. they all kind of got pushed to the pushed to the side. Yeah. Okay. And it was probably very difficult for for Paul, okay, and, and the other guys to keep it going. Mm -hmm. But the history that I was looking at said they actually made it to '67. Is that accurate? 1967. It was another group. Oh, it was a different lineup. It was a bogus group. Yeah. It was a bogus group. Paul was not in that group. No. no. Oh, so they were calling themselves the Fireflies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was in one. Okay. Years way before I got in with them, I was with a, a Bose group. But Paul gave them permission to yeah. use the name. Right. But then they tried to steal the name and uh, went to a went court, to court. court and everything, and that was it. And Paul went. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Did they just? Just curious. I mean, obviously a Bose group, but did by the mid '60s when music was changing, did they try to change with the music, or was it just doing the doo-wop stuff? I don't think they were together anymore at that point. Yeah, really? Yeah. 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 And not until we, we started up again uh, in uh, 2000. Right, right, right. And Paul, uh, you know, when you when you took over the band, uh, you know, he was out of the picture at that point. He yeah, he, when he passed away, before he passed away, yeah. he told me, he said, Mark, if anything happens to me, so I want you to run a group. Mm. But, but I have to say, this guy over here, Nick, has done a lot, a lot of really big help. He knows a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, so I got to give you credit. Oh, okay. yeah, that's nice. Absolutely. I don't do it for me. I do it for us. Actually, I know. I know. And Paul, because I adore the guy. Uh, I wish he was still standing next to me singing, but yeah, we can't have it all. You know? Yeah. I just yeah. want to bring out that point. Firefly was the first white group. I was going to bring that up. Uh -huh. Yes. That played, played the, the Apollo, Apollo Theater. Yes. Wow. And they were a little nervous when they went on because when they were hired. They actually thought there was it was a black group they were hiring. That used to happen a lot. But the crowd went nuts for them. Mm -hmm. So it was Yeah. Wow. I always said it would be great to do the Apollo theater. <laughs> the stuff I had read about the Apollo, when that would happen 
as long as you kind of kicked ass, yeah, it yeah. was you know you, yeah. you you get the full oh, blessing yeah. of yeah. everybody in your life. Didn't matter. Well, they got it. Yeah. yeah. There's they also did. another great story if I could just say it for a second. It's like Keith Richards wrote a book called Life yeah. about his life. Yeah. And he said when they first came, the Stones first came to the South in America. People thought that they were black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people didn't have the album covers. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. the internet in those days. Yeah. No, no yes, idea. Right. Yes. So, the whole audience would be would be like black girls. Yeah, maybe some yeah. guys, right? And they would be shocked, but then they'd be blown away. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and then they they party with these girls after all. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Buddy Holly have that problem? Buddy, Ho Buddy Holly too. When they showed up at the at the guy's office, he said, "I thought you were black." Buddy Holly. Yeah. I thought you guys were, you know. Yeah. But he uh, again. And not taken away from the black artists, man, because they are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. you know, but uh, Buddy Holly walked in with his big glasses and said, "We're here, here, I am." You know, and that's people. Great I mean, in the, in the Elvis movie that was out last year, Elvis had that problem too. Yeah, yeah. people thought, yes, you know, yes, thought Elvis yes. was black. You know, but so it. it uh, I think if you just, like I said, if you just kick butt and you have, you go out and you put on a good show, it doesn't matter. We in the blowfish. I thought the guy was a big white dude. Who are you putting in the blowfish? Oh, right. I thought it was a big white guy. Who is this? Now he's doing country. Yeah, he was taking country. He's got a phenomenal voice. He's phenomenal. I couldn't believe that. He is fantastic. I remember when I saw him, I was like, who are you in the blowfish? Who is this guy? He sounded like there was a big giant white guy there. And that was Darius Rutger. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. The, the, the original Fireflies, were they on American Bandstand? Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. for, for you or mine? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dick Clark used to have a Saturday night show. It's yeah. called the Beach Nuts Show. The Beach Nuts Chewing Gum. Yeah. yeah. Right? Wow. It was sponsored yeah. by them. Yeah. 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 And uh, they were on singing with mine. Didn't everybody have to chew gum? Look <laughs> in the audience, like they, oh, they gave know. gum out, and everybody was smacking away in the just, audience. Just seen the video. I heard about yeah. it. Yeah. But, but if I know Paul, he walked away with a couple of cases. Seen that video too. So yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. We, we actually have a copy of that video. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'd love to see that. What was the story with you or my? If you don't mind me. Tell them, tell them the story about you and my. How Paul wrote it somewhere else. He, and, uh, well, they, they were performing in Canada. Yeah. And he met this girl, and you know, he really fell for her and all that. You know, he was young. He was like a teenager, yeah. like maybe seventeen years old, eighteen. Right. And he said he fell, and, and then they had to leave, and that that was it. And that was where it came. You were mine at the time. You were mine at the time. Wow. Yeah. And the film was sublime. Yes. And right. the other one, I can't say goodbye. Just keep for, for his mother. Up. For his mother. For his mother. Because yeah. he always had to travel. You know, and she used to cry. I said, "Boy, when are you going to come home again?" And he said, and so he's, I kept saying, I can't say goodbye, you know, and yeah. he came with that, you know. Nice. And those are the best songs, the ones that are yeah. personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true, it's true. Okay, so what do you guys have coming up? I know you're, you're playing some shows. You got that. We're going to be doing, yeah. uh, let's see, Eisenhower Park in August. Okay. We got that. And I think uh, Tony has all the list here. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I said before, we uh, last Saturday we just finished a, uh, a performance at uh, Count Basie. Yeah. Which was fantastic. And we did and, Westbury uh, last month. I remember that. Yeah, we yeah. did Westbury in uh, February, which was a fantastic show and uh, almost a sellout crowd. Mm -hmm. that. That's a great stage. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, we uh, we yeah. did Count Basie, like I said. We have Eisenhower Park on uh, eight thirteen. We'll the big stage with a nice uh, nice uh, array of talent with us. Uh, then we're going to be doing uh, 
an American Legion out uh, in, in the Rockaways on uh, 923. And then uh, we're doing a cultural center in Jersey on 1012. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, a do-up Christmas uh, holiday Christmas show uh, presented by Lar. That's going to be on uh, twelve nine at the at Bergen Pack, which is a beautiful, beautiful venue. Yeah, we yeah, did that last yeah. year. Well, that's uh, that's, that's an old. Year. That's an old theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've seen a couple beautiful. of shows. Beautiful. Yeah, we did yeah. last year. The closing up last year. They redid the. They, they redid just redid the, 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 the lobby. Right. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. So we're looking. We're looking forward to that. And anything else that sometimes pops up in between to keep mm -hmm. us going. Yeah. And um, thank God. Uh, more and more jobs are coming in, more and more people are recognizing us. And I had a promoter tell us one time, you guys are like so underrated. You know, if, pe if more people knew about you, yeah. you'd be out a lot more. And I, I guess it's getting out. You know, when we yeah. perform in front of any promoter, we give it all our, our give it 100%. Mm -hmm. And that you can see that they know now. And we yeah. get more and more calls from different promoters, and they love us. And, you know, there's nothing like singing in front of a crowd and making everybody happy. Uh, people don't know what we're going for. Uh, people don't know the fireflies until they hear the song. Yeah. That's it. Oh, those are the fireflies. Wow. You yeah. that song? Yeah, I know that song. You were mine. Yeah. You were mine. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a website? Yes. yes. We do. What, okay. what is it? Uh, it's, uh, we'll give them a card. We'll give you a card. Yeah. Tell the people. Fireflyesmusic.com. Fireflyesmusic.com. We're also on on Facebook. Right. The groups. Yes. Uh, if you look for, for the groups with Fireflies of the Fireflies. And uh, we're also on uh, some past performances we put up on uh, on YouTube. If you look for uh, for the Fireflies on the YouTube, you'll see uh, some of our ten or so videos. past performances. We try to get them up after yeah, the show. Videos. Videos. So we try to advertise ourselves as, as best as possible, and we are so grateful that we had the opportunity today to be uh, interviewed yeah, by sure. the three of you. Well, it's, a, it's a good opportunity. Well, really, really uh, you know, I, this has been a, a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to schedule yeah. this yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I first saw you guys, I said, I want them on the podcast. Because yeah. I could tell how real you were, okay? And, 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 the, and the effort you put in, and how you were just a bunch of great guys, humble Thank and, you. you know, and if I can help you in any way, I wanted to. I appreciate that. Yeah, so, one more question. Uh, is there any streaming service? Could you listen to the music on the streaming service, like Apple or Spotify? Uh, even I know was on Pandora. It's not Pandora. Series. Series. But that's not us on there. It's the original guys. It's yeah. uh, okay. Paul and the... And okay. The I got to say, I could not work better with Better guys over here, really Thank good you. guys. We're like, we're like brothers. Yeah, I want to raise. I don't like it that much. <laughs> 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 you, you, well, you don't get to know a bunch of guys until you go into your dressing room, boy. I tell you, that, that tells it all. What? We have a lot of reasons. We're going to walk in a car, drive for five hours somewhere. You get to see a lot when you're in the dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of the dressing rooms are so small. Oh my God! And you guys, you guys, you guys dress to the nines. You come yeah. out in suits and everything. Yeah, it's, right. you know, it's different all color good. jackets. Well, the last one we did, we did four different colors. Yeah. Oh, you did. But, yeah, Every right. time I've seen you, you've done the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Eisenhower and uh, just last uh, Count Basie. Count Basie. We walked out with different. Everybody had a different color jacket on. Which okay. People go crazy over this. I, what? I said, well, they, I, <laughs> I sent out a memo, but they didn't read it. So. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny, you know, we, at, at the very beginning we had yellow jackets, that's yeah. how we started, oh, sure. and, and so I went to the laundry mat, 
the dry cleaners in, and it cleaned up. So when I went to pick up the guy, goes, I know him, you're a singer, you're a singer. I said, how do you know? I know him, you're a singer. He has a jacket. That was Paul's colors, the yellow and the white. Yeah, yeah. Yellow jacket with the white pants and the white and the yellow tie. Wow. Oh, one he loved, and uh, we try to keep that every now and then. We, we try to do that, but you can't go out in the same color every time. So. No, no, you gotta mix. <laughs> boring for you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta mix it up. But we try not to go into black because everybody uses black. Kenny Vance. Tuxedos. Tuxedos. And and T-shirts and whatever, but we try to keep it colorful. Try to so. keep them loud, loud yeah, colors. My, yeah. son, uh, my son went in, uh, into the closet a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and he opened one side. He said, geez, I thought uh, Elton John was living here. <laughs> I, I, I was only a low-key guy with, you know, yeah, yeah. browns and beiges and, and, and black. And he, I said, well, listen, you know, it's different now. He said, oh, my God. He said, you feel great. Now, on your, on your websites, do, do you um, have any music available to buy, like a CD or anything? Or uh, Not buy. We have, you can listen to it while you're looking at the website. We put pictures on every time we do it. You have the music show. on there? Yeah, we have the music. Uh, actually, it's uh, one of the, it's You or Mine and then Marco's song, the one he wrote uh, uh, within the last couple of years. That he wrote a song and... Uh, What's the name? Since You Are Gone. Since You Are Gone. In fact, it's, it's a title... Uh, of the of last album, the last CD album, yeah. we did, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but uh, we try to keep that one going, and there's people love that song, and uh, yeah. he wrote it, presented it to us, we did the background for it, and yeah, he was 13 when he wrote it. I say, I say he wrote it in stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he chipped away, chipped away a tap. How about crayons? So we keep that going, and that song is uh, hitting it big, and the people love it. It's a great song. And that's on the CD, yeah. so. Hopefully we'll get in uh, another couple of months and get another CD going. Oh, maybe they put in a movie too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody out there definitely use, yeah, it, right. use their song. Yeah. Okay, everybody. So I wanted to thank you for coming on. Thank you very much. And everybody check them out. Uh, go to fireflyesmusic.com, um, right? Yeah, fireflyesmusic.com. The fireflyesmusic.com. The fireflyesmusic.com. And um, support bands like this. Uh, you know, doo-wop is something that's like, it's an art form. And not everybody can do it. Nope. And and these guys are out there doing it and really keeping that music alive. And uh, it's it's not your father's music. It's nope. actual nope. legitimate artistic American yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's roots of rock and roll. And uh, is. which is something I'm I'm very interested in. And I just think that uh, everybody should you know check them out or bands of that genre. Keep that music alive, and uh, you guys keep plugging along. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So as long as, we, as long as you can. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Thank you. So this is the end of Rock and Mike and Rock presents for yeah, today. For today. Okay. We'll be and back with a few other shows yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're always doing something. Yeah, we're always doing something. All right. Okay, people. Take care. Thank you. Up with Rock and Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting loved up with Rock and Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm loved up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get loved up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting loved up with Rock and Mike and Rob Rossi. Getting loved up with Rock and